hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have on the line with us all the way from Ketchikan, Alaska, uh, we have Mike Dooley. And, Mike, I'll let you introduce yourself. You have the privilege of working for, well, I guess two of the finest outfitters in Alaska. And I'll just let you introduce yourself and mention that real quick. Uh, thanks, John. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, yes, I'm, uh, this is Mike Dooley with uh, Waterfall Resort and Steamboat Bay Fishing Club, um, two resorts here in southeast Alaska. I'm the director of sales and, and reservations for both resorts, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here and talk about them. Well, it is. Um, why don't you just give us a quick, we're going we're to get into the segment uh, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, we're going to be talking, of course, to Mike in Alaska, and then we're going to be going to, uh, hopefully, to Baja fly fishing in uh, mainland Mexico, and then um, maybe even up to the Delta. So m- make sure everybody stays tuned. And we'd like to get a, a little bit of history on Waterfall Resort because it's a very, very interesting, very unique opportunity. Well, and Waterfall Resort uh, used to be the largest cannery in the state. Uh, built back in the 20s, they they put the large cannery out uh, kind of in the middle of nowhere, very remote, because that's where the fish are. Yeah. And and so uh, 30 years ago, it was refurbished to be a, a destination world-class fishing resort. Well, you've got um, to say you've got that right. We're going to be uh, coming up against it real quick here. But when you say world-class fishing resort, that's exactly what it is. And I cannot imagine... Uh, well, first of all, the fishing itself, the reason you're there is because that's where the fish are. Well, exactly right. It's it, it's a, location is important, and mm-hmm. and we say location, location, location for for a lot of different fish, fish, things. Fish. But as right. as fishermen know, that that's that's, uh, that's very important. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back and find all about uh, the steamboat and waterfall. And you're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Set on the magnificent Sea of Cortez, the Grand Heritage Resort and Spa at Marina Costa Baja is the first five-star resort in La Paz, Baja South. Overlooking a 250-slip marina and white sand beaches, enjoy two signature restaurants, a world-class destination for fishing or diving. Enjoy five-star elegance in the charming, laid-back city of La Paz. Dock your boat and enjoy the marina village. Visit on the web at CostaBajaResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. 
It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have direct from Ketchikan, Alaska. We have Mike Dooley, and he's got a tough job. Uh, he's, he, he, he gets to he gets to book for two of the premier resorts, and you know, this might sound like an overstatement, but I don't think it is. I would say. In the world, uh, yeah, there's some great places in Alaska, but the Waterfall Resort, which is you guys have had for, what, about 30 years, 20 years, something like that? Yeah, Waterfall Resort has been uh, under the current ownership for 30 years, and I, I, we used to be the largest cannery in the state to build back in the 20s, and, and they put the uh, the big cannery right out there where the fish are. Yeah. Um, and 30 years ago, we refurbished it to be a world-class destination fishing resort. And, and it is. Man, I, I cannot imagine. I mean, there's some there's some beautiful resorts all over the world. But as far as a – let's put it this way. This is not a fish camp. <laughs> you know, if, you're, if, if you want to travel in style and luxury and you want to catch a lot of fish, uh, I, I can't imagine there's any place better than that. Well, and what we put together is a program start to finish. You know, you fly into to Ketchikan, Alaska, which is a short hour and 45-minute flight from Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then we provide the seaplane trip out to the resort. So you go out a uh, 40-minute seaplane trip west of Ketchikan, you know, out to where the fish are, west side of Prince of Wales Island. Um, and everything's included, food, accommodations, meals, um, all, all of the guided fishing. So it's a guided fishing experience. Mm-hmm. Well, and again, the boats that you use, the accommodations, you know, and of course the food, <laughs> uh, let alone the fishing. But it, it's uh, the kind of place that people usually book from year to year. And I know you do a lot of corporate business because it's uh, uh, something that if someone gets to go there, it's it's a really, really a big prize. So it's it's certainly on my list. Well, we do quite a bit of corporate, quite a bit of, of family and leisure trips, guy mm-hmm. trips, uh, uh, couples trips, uh, and and we're we're lucky that you know fishermen are are loyal. When they find a place they like, the fishing is good, the, the food, and and a place like Alaska where all of the details are done extraordinarily well. Mm-hmm. Um, the fish cutting, boxing, uh, we send it home as luggage. We have our own on-site Alaska Airlines uh, check-in service, mm-hmm. and so start to finish. You're, you're very well taken care of. Yeah. All you do is show up, put your line in the water. <laughs> and, and, and no worries. And no worries, yeah. Now, <laughs> is, a lot of, is, is it, it's a beautiful place. Is there, besides fishing, is there any opportunity to uh, um, to explore around up, uh, Prince of Wales Island? Well, you know, the, the cannery itself is is a large facility, and we've got it's you know it's a historical uh, a spot. Um, there's a nice walk up to the to the waterfall. We've got a great you know bar with with uh, uh, ping pong and pool and, and card table, and and so just being around the cannery itself and being able to take a walk up to to the waterfall and hike around a little bit, and then of course the best way to see Southeast Alaska is by small boat. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the west side of Prince of Wales Island, it's a huge area. It's one of the larger islands in this hemisphere. And that west side is remote, and you're going to see whale and porpoise and sea lion and eagle and, and all of those things while you're out fishing, catching lots of salmon and halibut. Well, 
the, well, the the resort itself is. Uh, tell us about the different types of fish, different times of the year. You know, king salmon. Uh, you know, is the kind of preferred sport fish uh, in, in Alaska. They're big. They're going to average 15 to 25 pounds, get as big as 30, 40, 50, even 60 and 70. Hmm. Um, one of the biggest fish we've ever caught up here in, in our area uh, at Waterfall, 79-pound king salmon. And those kings are available June through July. Um, and then we start moving into silver salmon st- season, which which starts around the beginning of July. Mm-hmm. Um, smaller, you know, six to to ten pound on average, but get as big get big as uh, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen pounds. And the silvers are more abundant. You're going to see more of them, a little bit more action, and so a lot of people prefer to fish for those as well. Oh, they're fun. Well, first of all, they taste good. But the thing about a silver is, I have the opportunity to not a waterfall, but fish up there, and when you get a strike, you know it's a silver because a king or a pink or a chum will just kind of go down and run. A silver jumps out of the water and just does all these acrobatics and, and they're just just an, a very exciting fish to catch. Indeed. And, and you know, we get a lot of them. So, so a lot of folks uh, like to come up and maybe, you know, even in July where you've got a chance to get both kings and mm-hmm. silvers. And, of course, all season long we've got great fishing for, for halibut, lingcod, and what we call red snapper, which is really a yellow-eyed rockfish. Mm-hmm. And, and, of course, you can uh, – if you want to target certain things, you go at certain times of the year. But any time that you're open, you're going to be out there catching fish. You know, and, and – Exactly, and 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 the location is important. You know, the, the this uh, west side of Prince Wells Island is is just a remote area. It's not, you know, overfished. Uh, it, it's hard to get out there from mm-hmm. a standpoint of of places to go. Waterfall is one of the few places uh, that you right. know that you can get. You well, from there and from Ketchikan or or almost anywhere else, it'd be a very long boat ride to get out there. So Absolutely. if you're going to fish there, the only people that fish there is basically you. <laughs> so. You know, you can fly out by. Float plane is yeah. the best way to get there, and, yeah. and so it kind of limits the number of people that are fishing that, that side yeah. of the island. Well, the other thing, you mentioned float plane. Uh, just the float plane trip itself is almost worth the price of admission. You know, it's exciting, uh, you know, how often you get a chance to, to fly by seaplane or, or float plane. Um, it, it's just an exciting part of the mm-hmm. trip, for sure. But even on a float plane, you're able to bring your catch home, Correct. You know, we package all the fish out there for you, filleted, vacuum-sealed, frozen, and boxed uh, to go home as, as luggage. Um, we've got our own on-site check-in program with Alaska Airlines, and, and so when you go back to the airport, you bypass the line, you go straight onto the jet, and so does your fish. <laughs> so you just show up, pick up your fish, and, and of course, you're probably going to have plenty of friends when you get home, too, aren't you? You know, to be able to come home with a, a box or two, and our boxes are, are 50 pounds of cut-up fillets, and it's not unusual to go home with, uh, you know, on a, on a three-night, four-day trip to Waterfall, come home with two boxes of fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, oh, you're, mm-hmm. your, your friends are going to come out of the woodworks. Yeah, they do. <laughs> well, it, let's see, that 100 pounds at 20 bucks a pound, your trip is almost paid for. You know, uh, yeah, it's 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 one of the it's a it's it's a rare trip where you come home with uh, with something that that nice to yeah. to keep throughout the winter and mm-hmm. and and keep the barbecue going. There you go. You know, I got an email uh, blast uh, from Jeff this morning, as a matter of fact, uh, talking about if you. I'll let you give the details, but apparently, if you book before with it the first of. Uh, um, first of the year, you get a, a free airplane trip. Can, can you give us some idea on that? Sure. Um, and we call it a gift wrap a fish. You know, mm-hmm. how, how to gift wrap a fish. You know, buy a, a, a trip to, to Waterfall Resort for yourself or, or a loved one or friends as, as a present. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will credit back $750 towards your airfare. And that's, um, a, so, yeah, that's I know from from uh, Southern California, it's about 700 bucks to, uh, to fly to Seattle and then, and then Seattle to catch a can. So that's, you know, uh, and prices have come down. There's a little bit oh, the of fuel uh, prices, more, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and and plus a couple more airlines are flying into Southeast Alaska now. So mm-hmm. so prices throughout the West Coast have come down into Ketchikan mm-hmm. and 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 made it even a better deal. Right. Well, let's put it this way: if you if you are in love with yourself or somebody that likes to fish, and you want to buy a Christmas present, I cannot imagine a better gift than that. 
So, yeah, that's, this would be the opportunity to do it because of uh, the free airfare. So might be a good idea to uh, get in touch. Waterfall uh, Resort is, uh, .com is what's the best way to reach you? You know, waterfallresort.com, we've got a new web page, great, great pictures, uh, great information about the resort, um, and, and obviously contact information. So that's a great way to do it. Um, you know, you can easily find uh, my email address or any contact right. page, uh, put in your information. Mm-hmm. We'll send you information on the Fly Free program and, and other things we have going on. But I would suggest um, you do that right away. Uh, because yeah. it's, the time is, is coming up real quick, and if you want to get it in time and get it to somebody, uh, you're going to make somebody very excited. We're going to have to get going, but Waterfall Resort, um, you just Google it anywhere. They've been around for a long time, and it's easy to find. So we appreciate you coming on uh, very much, Mike, and hopefully we'll see you this summer. My pleasure, John. Thanks okay, for having you me. You betcha. Thanks, Mike. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Santos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Santos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we just happen to have the, um, well, let me see, proprietor 
Owner, yeah. uh, <laughs> janitor, Owner, enthusiast. designer, enthusiast of uh, Beulah Fly Rods. And, of course, that is James Shaughnessy. Uh, James, we really appreciate you taking the time to come in today. And I think we got some exciting stuff to talk about. We were just sure. trying to get in touch with uh, the Grizz down in Baja, who just recently came back on a very exciting trip using, of course, Beulah Fly Rods. And since you talked to him, I think yesterday or the day before, you might be able to fill us in a little bit on what, what he's got going on. But this time of the year, you know, people may not be thinking so much about fly fishing. But you know, depending on where you are, what you want to do, maybe it's a good time of the year to go to Baja and go fly fishing. What do you think? Well, it is. I mean, it's a good good time to fish a lot of places. You know, we're here in Oregon. We're just getting into our winter steelhead. Um, so this is this is the time of year that we're actually uh, getting geared up. And uh, as the rains start picking up here in the next month, um, the fish start coming into our coastal streams down here. So we've got uh, Chinook salmon right now coming in. You can go down there and get them on a fly using clousers. And over the next uh, month or so, we'll start seeing the steelhead coming in behind them. So this oh, is exciting the win- yeah, yeah, the winter run. And where is that in particular? Well, we're in Southern Oregon, uh, so and uh, you know I fish the Southern Oregon and Northern California rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you have the Smith and the Chetco are probably two big ones mm-hmm. between California and and Oregon, and you know every half hour or so you have another river. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's a, a lot of stuff yeah. to fish, and you know it's it's all a question of whether you you know can follow the yeah. water. And, so if you know if it ain't if it ain't happened there, just go down the road about thirty minutes. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and it's, it just gets better from here till uh, till March. Just keeps getting better and better. Well, I guess you don't have to put the fly rod away for winter time, do you? Oh heck no. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of uh, fly rods and uh, winter time, uh, there's a holiday coming up fairly quickly. And if anybody's, again, you know, if you're, um, if you have somebody that you care about or you care about yourself then what a better gift than something that will last a lifetime that you can actually pass down from generation to generation. Because when you when you acquire quality um, equipment, it, uh, it's an investment. And, you know, as long as you don't do drive over it in your car or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are warranties for that, but you're right. It's yeah. a yeah. lifetime of memories tied up in a good a yeah. good. Uh, by the way, just so that you know, James, we have another friend of yours, Bryce, that's listening in to us, and we're going to be getting with him in a couple of minutes. But, uh, Bryce, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Good afternoon, gentlemen. It's good to be on. Well, it's it's going to be great, and we're going to be talking about a lot of different kind of stuff. But uh, let's start. Now, Bryce is in, uh, I guess, the Bay Area in the Delta area of, of California. And we have James, who uh, actually you you just spent some time in Baja, didn't you, James? Uh, yeah, I've been down there every year, and Bryce has actually come down and fished with me down there. And we we have a, a long-standing history together, fishing together and guiding together. Bryce has mm-hmm. uh, Bryce been all over the place guiding, and um, oh. you know, we, we did a little up here in Oregon together. Mm-hmm. Well, give us a little bit of an idea about your trip, and I'm assuming that you probably took some of your fly rods with you. Oh, you talked uh, about Baja? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, uh, we were down there in October, and it's uh, a a fun time of year to be down there because it's generally after the hurricanes have passed and Mm -hmm. uh, the rains have happened, and the desert just blooms and is absolutely beautiful, and what starts to happen down there is you get a lot of the migrating fish coming back out, and the water temperatures are still kind of moderate. Mm-hmm. So you can run into a whole bunch of different species at that time of year where, you know, as the, the water temperatures heat up during the summer, generally you can kind of predict that it's going to be Dorado and the, the rooster fish and inshore fish move off to cooler water. Mm-hmm. But October, it all kind of comes together, and you can see just about anything. And when we were down there in October, we were catching tuna. We caught rooster fish. We mm-hmm. saw marlin. Uh, we caught wahoo. So it was a lot of fun. A lot and of, and a you lot did that. You did that on rod. the fly. Yeah, a lot of it was on the fly. My wow. uh, my 11 year old son managed to catch uh, some rooster fish, which was a lot of fun. Well, I think that is probably at the top of the list for most, uh, especially fly anglers, is rooster fish because they're you know they're so strong. Uh, they're so much fun. 
and you know, normally they're kind of in close to shore, and you can actually sight them uh, coming after the fly. So it's a, exactly. it's yeah. a very visual mm-hmm. uh, kind of fishing. You know, they're up on the surface, or you're seeing them if you're fishing from the beach. You can sight cast to them. So it's a very exciting sport fish. Mm-hmm. Well, give us a quick idea on what kind of equipment and some tips if somebody wants to try that out. Well, rooster fish, uh, you know, they, they get up to, well, they get over 100 pounds, but generally what you're seeing is fish in the 20-pound range if you're getting to some good ones. Mm-hmm. And for the, that, you know, if I had to bring one rod down there, it would probably be a 10-weight. And um, generally, you're, you, if you're teasing them from a boat, um, they're generally on the surface, or if you're sightcasting them from the beach, um, they're not in very deep water. So having something that's an intermediate tip line or something that's a floating line um, is probably the easiest way to cast for them and uh, effective because they're generally hunting on the surface. Mm-hmm. Well, can I give, and, and actually I, I'm not ignoring you, Bryce, but uh, uh, if, you, if you could, James, give us a kind of an example on the process. Uh, you know, if you're on the beach, you know, how, how far do you have to throw it to get to them? Well, they'll come right up to the sand practically. Um, uh, there's, you know, there's a bit of movie made running down the man, which shows a lot of running around on the beach. And, uh, you know, you can do that, chase them up and down the beach. But I, I like to just sit under a shade and, <laughs> and uh, with a cooler beer and wait for them to come to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, when, and, uh, you yeah. know, if you have a, the right spot, they'll come yeah. around a point or something. You can just hang out I on a you. point. And you'll see them like dark torpedoes coming down the beach. Well, um, and, time to get up. And if, let's just say that you're in a boat. Now, obviously, even with a fly rod, you can't just troll the feather. So give us the process. Well, I guess you can if you want to. <laughs> but, yeah, we, we, you know, that's not really fly fishing doing yeah. that. But, you know, we'll, what we'll do is we'll get some live sardines. And we'll kind of uh, throw a few out in a, in a spot when we know there might be fish. And if they're mm-hmm. there, they'll show chasing these sardines up on the surface. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of cut the motor and throw a few more to keep them at the boat mm-hmm. to give you time to cast. That's one way. Another thing we'll do is we'll put hookless teasers out where we use plugs or something like that mm-hmm. and kind of cast them and, and reel them in on spinning rods to try and oh. find these fish. And, so, so and we'll sometimes tease them in close doing that as yeah. well. What so so what, you, what you do is you put the teaser out. Uh, and then when you see the the fish coming after it, you pull the teaser in real quick and put the fly in front of it. Exactly, a bait and switch scenario. Mm-hmm. But you know, a lot of times uh, you can find them that way. But also, when you're stopped, you can you can keep them at the boat and kind of conserve your your live bait mm-hmm. by using a, a teaser rod like that. I like that bait and switch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that you put a bait in the water, and then when it thinks it's taking the bait, you put a fly in front of it. That's good. Exactly, <laughs> and that works for you know all manner of fish. That's a, uh-huh. a popular way to get sailfish and marlin, and right. you know, we've done all that. And uh, Bryce, uh, have you had some experience doing this? You know, I have some had some experience. Just listening to James talk is uh, bringing up a bunch of fond memories of uh, uh, you know being on the beaches and, like you said, sitting under a shade, drinking a cocktail, and then all of a sudden you got roosters swimming up on the beach. Sometimes, you know, as you and as you cast out there, they're still they're willing to swim and beach themselves to try to take your fly. Wow! And then. Uh, it's just incredible. And then the old bait and switch, I, again, fond <laughs> memories yeah. of James throwing it out there with yeah. you know, large, uh, like, rangers yeah. without hooks on them and bringing them in and then switching the fly, uh, uh, throwing the fly in there behind the ranger and, and pulling a few nice roosters out. Just incredible mm-hmm. memories. That is incredible. So I guess you got to wear shoes so if you're on the beach they don't come up and bite your toes? <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Yeah. There's a there's a dance involved in that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fish dance. It's it might have something yeah. to yeah. drink, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, that 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 really does sound like a lot of fun. And James, if you get a chance, we, uh, Grizz is not able to to make it on, but I know you had a long conversation about him about bass fishing in mainland Mexico. Mm-hmm. So maybe when we come back from the break, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then, of course, we want to find out a little bit more about fishing southern Oregon and the Delta. But uh, and the let's talk real quickly about Beulah fly rods. We've got uh, oh, only only about a minute. But just tell us real quick, um, the kind of a quick a quick story of Beulah fly rods. Well, we started about ten years ago, and what we set out to do was uh, produce a top quality rod, performing rod at at a working man's price. And um, I think we've done that. We have some you know rods that are being reviewed with the best 
bets that's out there, mm-hmm. um, and you don't have to pay that that top dollar for them. Um, and they're kind of getting a reputation more based on performance than anything else. And we've got everything from a three weight for little brookie trout all the way up to a 14 foot spay rod for Chinook salmon mm-hmm. or, or big steelhead. Now I'm assuming these are made in uh, Korea or China, right? We do a little of both. We make uh, factory rods over in Korea and we do custom rods here in Oregon. So okay. we we'll build them, build them by hand here as well. And oh, we do all the designing okay. of the rods here. We build custom rods and, and have them copied for our factory. Oh, okay. Okay. So they are, it's the, the rods that you're putting together, uh, you can get uh, American made. You can, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and we want some learn some more about that. Maybe get some tips from you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, fly fishing can be very intimidating, so maybe we can get some people more interested in in giving it a shot because uh, it, it's a very effective way to catch fish and a lot of fun. Well, it's a fun, fun, effective way, and it's, you know, it's really just about finding the fish. There you go. Okay. Okay. Well, we're gonna have to take a quick break. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. And we're going to be back with you momentarily. Uh, Thank you, James. Hang in there. And Bryce, thanks for joining us. And we'll be right back with Fish Talk Radio. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. First named La Paz in 1566, the fourth largest municipality in Mexico, still has a provincial Mexican atmosphere. On the Sea of Cortez, the most biodiverse body of water in the world, La Paz has year-round world-class fishing. With a rich history of pearls, pirates, and legendary fishing, La Paz in Baja Sur makes for the perfect fishing vacation. Spring in La Paz, you catch Trophy Pargo, Giant Yellowtail, and Sierra. Find more at VivaLaPaz.com. Viva La Paz! Bass Angler Magazine simply brings you more. If you want to learn the latest techniques, start winning tournaments, or just catch more bass, then Bass Angler Magazine is for you. Go to www.bassmag.com, click on the order link, and use the promo code FBR. Go to www.bassmag.com, Bass Angler Magazine, bassmag.com. It will be the best $20 you've ever spent. Brand new motor and boat with a bunch of fancy gear, crepe snakes, you know, and lures. Every style, type, and size, if you think that'll help, you're in for a surprise because money. Can't buy school, you know, the guys and me, we can catch them at will. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in the studio, and we have uh, James Shaughnessy, who's talking about Beulah fly rods. We also have Bryce, 
who probably knows his way around uh, Beulah fly rods himself. Uh, we were just talking about uh, Baja. L- let's let's uh, mention real quickly about a trip that Grizz just came back from. He's uh, you know he's otherwise detained, so he can't come on and tell us about it. But I'm really excited about a, a lake in. Um, Sinaloa. Sinaloa, I believe. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things I'll mention first is, uh, what's his name, Chapa, the you know the probably the foremost warlord drug dealer that's from Sinaloa. Yeah, uh, Chapo. Uh, Chapo, yeah, right. But uh, you know what what's happened is uh, there was this lake. Do you remember the name of it? Uh, well, I know there's El Salto. Yeah, it's not El Salto, but anyway, it's, I think it's even bigger. It's like 30 miles, and it gets virtually no pressure. And Grizz and his son, they were down there filming, of course, using Beulah fly rods and mm-hmm. um, getting 50, 60 bass per day per person. Yeah, it's phenomenal because, you know, it gets no pressure, and the place is full of them. But we're talking about Chapo is that, uh, there was a couple of lodges on the lake, uh, you know, ten years ago, but because of the uh, the problems with safety and such, uh, they just kind of went away. But what's happened with the legalization of marijuana, the, um, the let's just put the the farming industry in that part of the world has pretty much vanished. So mm-hmm. with with that, you know, the uh, uh, the growers and the dealers are all gone, and it actually is extremely safe. But, mm-hmm. So we'll just kind of mention that, and we're going to see if we can put some trips together, hopefully in the next couple of months, to go down there. And just yeah, get I'm some, looking forward to it. I'm going to head down there hopefully in January yeah. or February. You know, wait yeah. a minute. You're there in October. You're going back in December, and you're going to go back again in January. Is that what you said? Oh, I can't, I can't get enough of the job. <laughs> <laughs> Tough life. Well, you know, you got to make sure your equipment works, right? That's right. That's right. It's R&D. Okay. But anyway, we're going to try and follow up on that a little bit, but it sounds like we're going to try and put something together very quick, and it'll be a um, very – I was looking into flights and probably – um, Los Mochis. Yeah, Los Mochis, yeah. You know, you fly out of Tijuana, and for it's really, really cheap. But anyway, we're going to try and put that together, so stay tuned for that. If you want information, get in touch with us. But that'll be very, very reasonable. You know, all-inclusive trip, you know, for... Uh, uh, you know, three or four days, you know, covering virtually everything for around 1500 bucks, And that would be a world-class experience. But let's talk to Bryce for a minute. We haven't been ignoring you, Bryce. But <laughs> give, us a, give us a little bit of an idea. When you're not in Mexico, what are you doing? When I'm not in Mexico, I've uh, my primary focus over the last uh, five years has been on the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta system, mm-hmm. which is uh, made up of primarily you got the San Joaquin, you got the Sacramento, and then you got the, of course, the uh, Pacific Ocean all converging on each other and creating about a, a thousand square miles of fishing Whoa. that uh, is incredibly well about 10 months of the year. Uh, okay. Uh, what What are the two months that you don't want to be there? The two months we're coming up on those, I'd say towards the end of December, but really that January, February time slows down. Doesn't mean you can't go out there and catch stripers, but I'd say the prime 10 months would be March through about now. Mm-hmm. Well, do, uh, do, you get a, uh, do you get a winter steelhead run through there? You do get a winter steelhead run. as a, On a fly fishing, though, my primarily focus is stripers in the spring, Largemouth on top in May, June, uh, smallmouth throughout the summer months of June, July, and August. And then the, uh, the stripers come back in from the bay after being out there in the summer. And then you target them all fall and uh, through now, actually. So, like well, I said, about three different species of bass, 10 months of the year. Well, we have uh, people listening to us that this time of the year they're thinking about hard water fishing. You know what that is, don't you? No, I'm not familiar with that. Well, that means when you got to drill a hole to, to put okay. your line in the water. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it's, that's not so much the case here. You're talking about 50, 60 degrees, yeah. sunny, and uh, you're usually catching anywhere from 20 to 50 stripers in a day. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Well, the other thing is, uh, again, we, you know, uh, the fly fisherman's credo basically is conservation and catch and release. But uh, I have to say, you know, if you end up with a striper that's nice, big, and fat, and you want to take it home for dinner, there's not much better. 
There really is You know, to be honest, it actually helps the fishery in some ways. So out here, it's really not a problem. There's plenty of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I still let a few clients take a, uh, you know, to bring a cooler and take a fish or two home every once in a while. I mm-hmm. keep them kind of in that slot limit so that you're not taking the, uh, the brood stock, you know, the big 15, 20-pound uh-huh. females. And then, of course, you got to keep them. they got to be above 18 inches. So mm-hmm. if they're in between that, it's really not a problem. doesn't hurt the fishery. Okay. Well, yeah, that's – and, and again, I know that uh, – um, I don't want to get politically involved on that topic, but there's a lot of people that uh, uh, consider themselves environmentalists. And, you know, to me, it's like a, a cult religion, um, because, <laughs> you know, because they, they just don't understand that there is a way uh, to, to, to fish sustainably and responsibly. Absolutely. 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 And then, you know, of course, fly fishermen, I think, are probably the, the at the forefront of that. Is you know, there's. Uh, well, well, it's it's important to anyone that fishes, you know, both for mm-hmm. selfish reasons and you know to be able to hand it down to your kids and have them enjoy mm-hmm. it as well. Mm-hmm. Well, a quick question for both of you, um, James, you fished in Mexico. You talked about. Uh, rooster, uh, groupers, you know, I, that sounds like it might be a little more difficult, but uh, uh, wahoo, uh, marlin, sailfish, dorado, and then, of course, uh, uh, Bryce is talking about, you know, the stripers. But, uh, James, what would be, if you had a choice, what would be your first choice on what you'd like to catch on the fly? Well, rooster fish, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. They're just uh, such a dynamic uh the fighter, you know, they jump, they run, they they go all crazy directions. They're difficult to catch. You know, mm-hmm. they see really well. So there's a, you know, you have to be a little bit accomplished as a caster. And uh-huh. um, and uh, they're just an absolutely beautiful fish to look at, too. So they, they are very impressive. They're the big comb on, on the top. Uh, mm-hmm. The thing about rooster is that the fishing that you're, the water that you're fishing in, it's clear, warm, close to shore, and they usually like sand and a little bit of rocky bottom. But exactly. when you're in about maybe twenty, thirty feet of water, you can exactly, actually yeah. you can actually see them. It's almost like a cruise missile. <laughs> you can actually exactly. see them coming right after the, the the bait or the lure, and and then you just kind of hook them up, and, and the the ride is on. But the very exciting it, stuff. It's very exciting. It's all sight sight casting to them, which is you yeah. Know, of course, uh, you know, La Paz is probably one of the best places in the world for that. And Costa, uh, most Costa of the world Rica, records yeah. come out of there. Mm-hmm. And Costa Rica also. But, uh, okay, same question for you, Bryce. Uh, if you have a choice, what would you like to catch on a fly? Well, I don't want to, of course, say the exact same thing James says, but it would pretty it would be hard not to say rooster fish. I'd have to put steelhead up there, and I'm glad they're in different seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Right now, of course, the uh, steelhead. There's you know there's hatchery and wild ones, and normally the the wild ones you don't keep, but uh, they 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 can be a lot of fun to catch also. Absolutely, pretty. Uh, you know, like you said, very different experience than what you're saying down in say Mexico, and uh, but the, you know say a fall time, a, a beautiful fall day, and the colors are changing, and you're catching steelhead. That's that's also pretty hard to beat. But, uh, you know, again, almost the opposite coin, up opposite side of the coin, as say, chasing rooster fish. And uh, I really wouldn't ever want to have to choose between the two. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I, I thought when you're fishing for a steelhead, there should be snow on the bank. No, it's not I don't know. If you talk no. to James up there, about 15 minutes from his office is some of the nicest steelhead runs in the world. And uh, we, we rarely have to worry about the snow. Usually it's a beautiful, nice fall day, mm-hmm. and uh, sometimes we're in T-shirts. Uh, where are you located, James? I'm in Medford, Oregon, so, okay. you know, right, right so along right on the California road. border. Yeah, you're right on the yep. road river then. Yeah, it's probably right, yep. right behind your office, doesn't it? Yep, yep, it's real close, and, and I've got about, you know, we're only an hour and a half, an hour from the coast, so there's access to all those rivers as well. Uh-huh. Well, again, we talked about our friends that are listening in Minnesota, and, you know, if you're interested in getting out, you may not have a lot of uh, uh, fly fishing opportunities. I never heard anybody catching uh, ice fishing with a fly rod, but... <laughs> but no, but they've got some good musky fishing up there. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and uh, let's get back a little bit about, because 
we have a rare opportunity to talk to somebody that actually manufactures fly rods. Uh, we're, we've only got about a, about a minute and a half, but can you kind of give us a, just a quick overview? I should ask this quick and earlier about a fly rod uh, and what someone should look for and what weight, you know, or different design real quickly. Well, you know, you want to match the rod to the fish you're, you're going for. You know, a, a fly rod for a brook trout is going to be a lot different than one for a marlin, obviously. Um, and you could just do that because they've given a number to them. So three weights, a small rod, 14 weight would be a rod you use for a marlin. But also you want to consider the flex and the kind of action you like and the castability of it. And a lot of that will have to do with, you know, personal taste, but also what sort of lines you're going to be throwing, what sort of flies you're going to be throwing come mm-hmm. into play on that. So there's a, there's a lot of different factors okay. in what going into choosing a rod. Well, if you go to Beulah Fly Rods, and if that is B-E-U-L-A-H, is that correct? B-E-U-L-A-H. Yeah, B-E-U-L-A-H. And all you have to do is go to Beulah Fly Rods uh, and Google it anywhere. And it's uh, uh, they're easy to find, high quality, and it's still at a, you know, it's not cheap product. But very reasonable price. Mm-hmm. So uh, Christmas is coming up for a lot of people, and if anybody wants to know what to get me, uh, I wouldn't mind one. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> James, we appreciate that. Bryce, we certainly appreciate you joining in with us. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio, and we appreciate you tuning in. And make sure that you get your Christmas shopping done. And uh, remember what I'm asking Santa for. Talk to you. Uh, next week, Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com and listen to the show as many times as you like. S-A-N-D-O-S is how to spell luxury resort in downtown Cabo San Lucas. Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is the only five-star all-inclusive on the beach next to the marina in Cabo San Lucas. Angler-friendly Sandos Finistera Los Cabos is now an affordable world-class resort with the finest accommodations, food, and location anywhere. Enjoy your Cabo fishing adventure as you never have. Visit Sandos.com and use discount code FISHTALK. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at CostaBajaResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Want to add more excitement behind the wheel? Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline and experience a drive that comes alive. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. And now you can save big on Shell fuels. Just sign up free for the Fuel Rewards Network program and receive at least $0.03 per gallon instantly on every fill-up. For full offer and details, visit FuelRewards.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Bad day fish 
back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have, by way of electronic transmission, uh, we have Bryce, that's B-R-Y-C-E, Bryce, and the, the last name actually is pretty simple. That's Ted Ford. It's like, uh, you know, your name is Ted and you drive a Ford, right? Correct. So it's at com. if you're interested in fishing anywhere on the West Coast. And then, of course, you're going to be using some Beulah fly rods. We do have James Shaughnessy, the owner, operator, designer, and um, chief design engineer for Beulah fly rods. And he has to spend a lot of time in the field to make sure that everything works right. That's right. That's right. We won't we won't put a rod out there until I fixed it for two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a lot of rods. <laughs> yeah. By the way, how many rods do how many different uh, models do you make? Uh top of my head we have about thirty five different models. Mm-hmm. And is there anything, just a, a kind of top popped into my head, is there any changes that you see in fly rods? I know that, um, you know, blue water, big game fly fishing is becoming more and more popular. But are you seeing any changes in the industry and in the equipment or the type of rods that, that you're selling now? Well, in the, the equipment, there's always um, jumps being made in the, the materials, and a lot of that's driven from the aerospace industry using more and more uh graphites and, and resins that make the rods lighter and stronger. Um, and we're fortunate enough to have them do a lot of the engineering on those materials, and then we take advantage of them in the sport. Um, so rods are, are improving as we go on in time here. But um, as far as the sport itself, I think you touched on a pretty good one during the break, um, talking about the bass fishing, getting the fly. Mm-hmm. Fly rod involved more in that species and, and the fun that you have um, with those fish. Well, you, you, you know, the fly fishing, I think, in the United States is, is mostly trout. and But the, you know, the a lot of money is spent on equipment, sponsorships. There, I mean, how many, there's no, really no such thing as a tournament trout angler. But, or maybe there is, I don't know. But uh, the bass fishing is, is huge. Um, why, don't, why don't you start a, uh, a fly um bass fishing with fly tournament well we're gonna we're definitely gonna pursue that and uh, i think we're gonna be working with grizz on doing stuff in mexico and uh you know hopefully some other some other companies in the fly industry are gonna get jump on board and get involved in uh, mm-hmm. opening that market up for for bass okay well this is a question i've always never understood that when you're talking about hooks, they're done by size. You know, it's like a one, two, or ten, or double odd, or twenty-three, or but they don't. You know, the <clears throat> the numbers determine the size, but they don't really tell you anything. Now, fly rods, you go from a one weight to I guess a maximum now is about a fourteen. Mm-hmm. So what what is what is it what does that mean? Is it is there a relationship with uh, the weight or the line, or is it just there an is, arbitrary it's, thing? It's again an, an arbitrary number. Okay that's given to represent the power, and the power is basically determined by how many grams of weight it takes to load that rod. Oh, okay. So So, one weight will have a range of grams that it takes to load one weight, and, you know, five weight has a certain range of grams it takes to load that. Okay. The one, two, three, four is just the number applied to that range. Right. Okay, well, that makes sense. I never knew that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bryce, did you know that? You know, I had a good idea about that. You know, another way I, I like to think about it is the fact that the fly line actually loads the rod. Okay. So, you know, really right. a lot of the rods are designed for, are as much designed okay. for the fly line right. as anything because a certain right. amount of grain fly line that it takes will to, load yeah. a particular Got it. rod. Got it. And okay. so a 150 right. grain fly, ro- fly okay. line. Well, if anybody's, if anybody's paying attention today, we just learned something. I know I did. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to have to go. We appreciate you tuning in, go to fishtalkradio.com. Both of you guys can go there and listen to how well you did on the air. Go to fishtalkradio.com, and right on the front page, you can just uh, click on it and listen to the show if you missed anything or if you want to go back and take notes. Uh, we got to go, but we really appreciate that. Thank you, James. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. You gone fishing.